Good morning and welcome. This is The Briefing. My name is Justin Wickheiser. I am the Director of Illegal Operations at Smith Free Deberhard. Today is May 20th, Thursday, and we have an Oregon legal alert today. But before I get started with the legal alert, I'd like to say thank you if you've been following along and uh, watching the briefing and or listening to the briefing. If there's any specific topic or area of interest you'd like us to cover on future legal alerts, or case studies, please reach out and let us know. This is uh, how we do what we do in the most effective way, is that is we take your feedback, what you're interested in, and we create content around that. So please do reach out. You can reach us at sfe, sfe at smithfreed.com. We'd love to connect with you and hear about the content and topics that are of interest to you and your organization that can help you do your job better. So let's go ahead and get started in today's Oregon Legal Alert. The title is The Impact of the Going or Coming Rule on Tort Liability. All right, strap in. This is going to be an exciting one. Here we go. So this comes from the desk of Jeff Eberhardt. Jeff Eberhardt writes, An Oregon workers' compensation is an exclusive remedy against an employer, which means the employee cannot pursue civil litigation against that employer. Therefore, knowing how broadly Oregon courts interpret which injuries are covered by workers' compensation, it's important to adjusting liability claims. The Court of Appeals recently analyzed the law surrounding the going or coming exception. The claims pointer is as follows. In this opinion, the Oregon Court of Appeals found that a slip and fall injury in an icy parking lot was covered by workers' compensation. Notably, the parking lot was not owned by the employer, but rather considered a common area for which the employee's landlord had sole control. Regardless, the court found the injury compensable because the employer had the ability to request maintenance or repairs of the parking lot. Kind of interesting. This somewhat dovetails into last week's legal alert regarding the infamous pit bull in the fence. Uh, a little different here, but um, maybe some similar areas. The case is Brunts Ferguson versus Liberty Mutual Insurance. Took place on April 14th, 2021. Here are the facts of the case. In this case, the claimant, Ashley Brunts Ferguson, was working at a call center in Salem. She'd arrived at work for her 5 a.m. shift, and the parking lot was snowy and icy. However, before she was able to make it inside, she attempted to step off a curb in the parking lot and ended up falling backwards off the curb and was injured. The claimant's employer did not own the building, but instead leased the office space and access to the common area and the parking spots from the landlord. The curb where the claimant was injured was considered a common area under the lease. Important term, common area. The employer also paid additional rent for its share of maintenance fees for upkeep of the common area and could request repairs of those areas. If the landlord failed to make a requested repair, the employer would be allowed an abatement of the rent. So after the injury, the claimant filed a worker's compensation claim, which her employer denied. The claimant requested a hearing and the administrative law judge, the ALJ, for those out there that love their acronyms, upheld denial of her claim. The Workers' Compensation Board affirmed the ALJ's order. So what happened next? The claimant then sought judicial review by the Oregon Court of Appeals. Here's the law aspect of this alert. An injury is covered by workers' compensation when a person is injured at work and the injury arises out of and in course of employment. So this is ORS 656.005, parenthetical or in parentheses seven, okay? A, a claimant's injury must meet both prongs of this test. So the arising out of prong looks to the connection between the injury and the employment. 
while the in the course prong examines the time and place and circumstances of the injury. So under the in the course of prong, Oregon recognizes the injury sustained while going and coming from work are not compensable. However, there is one exception to the going and coming rule, which is the parking lot exception. Injuries sustained on near the premises of the place where employment while the claimant is going or coming are compensable. One of the tests to determine if the injury occurred on or near the premises is to analyze if the employer exercised some control over the property where the injury occurred. So in this opinion, the Court of Appeals first addressed the in the course of prong. The court examined the control necessary to satisfy this prong based on a prior Court of Appeals opinion. The court found that the ability to request repairs in common areas does amount to some control of those areas. Notably this, the analysis for this prong focuses on the degree of control and not whether the employer has actually requested repairs. So it's control, not request of repairs. The arising out of prong is satisfied if the risk is connected with the nature of the work or the work environment exposed the claimant to the risks. Risks that are compensable are ones that are distinctly associated with employment. However, lots of howevers. Here's another one. Personal risks, dying from natural causes or disease while at work, are not compensable. Neutral risks are risks that put the claimant in a position to be harmed because of the conditions of the employment. Last, no matter the risk, a casual connection must be found between the employment and the injury. So here's the analysis. In determining if the employer had enough control over the area where the claimant was injured, the court examined the some control. The employer did have in the lease agreement the uh, right to request repairs of common areas. Further supporting this, the employer was entitled to a rent abatement if after proper notice, the landlord failed to make the request of repairs. So the fact that the employer had the right to request repairs and the potential of rent abatement for failure to repair. The Court of Appeals found this was sufficient to establish control necessary to support the in the course of prong. As for the arising out of prong, the Court of Appeals determined the snowy and icy conditions of the parking lot were a neutral risk. Ultimately, the court concluded that the claimant was engaged in a normal ingress. A lot of fancy words. Uh, if you have questions about this legal alert, please reach out and we'll, we'll walk you through it. But this one's uh, got some technic technicality to it. So um, if you're sitting here reading it right now or listening along and thinking, my goodness, this is very technical. It is. And number two, we're here to help you. So let me continue on. When she was walking to enter the call center building. So I'm going to reread that again. Ultimately, the court concluded that the claimant was engaged in normal ingress when she was walking to enter the call center building. This normal ingress was an activity related to her employment because she needed to be present at the call center in order to perform her job duties. Okay. Lastly, the court noted that although the employer could not control the icy weather conditions, it could control its response to the conditions by requesting plowing or taking other precautions. The snowy conditions were not enough to break the casual connection between the injury and the claimant's unemployment. Ultimately, the Oregon Court of Appeals found that the claimant had satisfied both prongs of the test and reversed the board's denial of the injury. So what's the big picture of all this to you in your, in your daily claims practice? So the fact that workers' compensation is an exclusive remedy against employers a plaintiff cannot pursue a civil action against her employer for a covered injury. 
Thus, if an injury is covered by a worker's compensation, this can narrow down who and how many other defendants can share liability in a civil suit. So specifically, what we're looking at is that employers are immune. Their fault cannot even be considered by the jury, which can impact the appointment of fault of the named defendants. Ultimately, understanding the law is going to be really important if you have a coming and going claim. And that's the big picture of this legal alert. Thank you so much for joining us today for this episode of The Briefing. Again, if you would like more access to legal alerts, uh, content regarding Oregon and Washington case law, statutory law, or claims help manuals, please reach out to us or visit our website, smithfreed.com, access the legal resources section. We have over 300 pieces of content that cover a variety of topics from uh, in Oregon and Washington, from bad faith to uh, minor impact, to traumatic brain injury, a number of different topics that uh, our attorneys here at the firm are passionate about and we'd love to discuss, collaborate with you and partner with you on so that you can do your job and handle your, your claims more effectively and efficiently. Uh, my name is Justin Wickheiser. Pre- appreciate you and I appreciate your time. And this was the briefing. Take care.